0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Shades of Us, the review, I am Ramat. The song I'm about to review today is one that I have said I was going to do for a very long time, but for some reason, I keep forgetting about it. Um, It's from The Powerhouse, Mary J. Blige, and this one is called Not Loving You. There's only so much I can do if you're not loved. So let's start with some facts about the artist and the song, as per usual. First, we'll start with the artist. Mary J. Blige is an iconic Grammy Award-winning singer, songwriter, actress, and philanthropist. And she's a figure of inspiration, transformation, and empowerment, making her one of the defining voices of the contemporary music era. This is direct quote of her website. Yes, I had to take it because it is true. She is inspiring. She is transformative. She has empowered a whole lot of artists, a whole lot of listeners. And there's a generation of people who just completely love her song. With a track record of eight multi platinum albums, nine Grammy Awards, plus a staggering 32 nominations, a 2012 Golden Globe nomination, and five American Music Awards, Mary J. Blige is a global superstar. That's Cannot be contested. In the ensuing years, the singer and songwriter has attracted an intensely loyal fan base who have been responsible for propelling worldwide sales for more than 50 million albums. Amazing, amazing stuff. She was born in the Bronx in New York and she began moving people with her soulful voice when she was 18 and she signed with Andre Harrell's Uptown Records in 1989. P.S. That's the I was born. She became the MCA distributed label's youngest and first female artist. She was influenced at an early age by music icons like Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, and Gladys Knight. And Mary J. Blige brought her own gritty, urban-rooted style where she was fusing hip-hop, soul, and honest, honest Frank lyrics to the forefront of her nineteen ninety two debut album, What's the Four One One? We remember that album. It was like, yeah, you could bop, grind to it, and it was it was different. Her sound was completely different. It was like she had a kind of gangster Like look and then she was this powerhouse musician doing r&b and soul and it was such a fusion that it was perfect that's the best way to describe it and many people say she is the queen of hip-hop um in a way i would agree because her soul her music really, really good. The multi-platinum set uh, which was executively produced by Sean Diddy Combs um, spawned of several hits including the r number ones, You Remind Me, and Real Love. I'm talking about the real love. Okay, yeah, I know I can't sing to save my life. Well, Mary J. Blige helped redefine r and and began forging a unique niche for herself on the more personal second album, 1994's my life. Uh, so you know, she was putting out her story, she was talking real frank honest conversations on her song and people were beginning to connect to her. She was redefining r&b. It wasn't all about the sexness, all of that. It was the raw emotion, the vulnerability of it. It was amazing. Mary J Blige is an artist that uses her gift uh, of song to lift spirits and touch lives like mine. And, you know, she's, she's really good at what she does. She's passionate and she's had chat-topping hits like Be Without You. I love that song. Uh, no More Drama. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, yeah, I can sing. And Family Affair, all of which have made her a force in the music industry. Now, let's talk. Let's talk about "Not Loving You." In 2014, Mary J. Blige released "Not Loving You" as the latest song from her then-upcoming album, *The London Sessions*. It was written by Jimmy Napes and Sam Smith. Who did you know that Sam Smith and Mary J. Blige had like a real thing going? And they've had a couple of songs where they've worked together on. But <laughs> jumping the gun, the drums were by Earl Harvin. The assistant recording was done by Darren Hellis. Um, the recording was done by Stephen Fitzmaurice, and the assistant mixing was done by Joe Viciano. The mixing itself was done by Tom Elmsheys, and the bass was by Jodie Milliner. The piano was by Jimmy Napes, and it was off of the Capitol Records. That was the label on which the song dropped. It was recorded at RK Studios in London, and it was released December second, twenty fourteen. Now I need to talk about Mary J Blige and Sam Smith whom i just learned have like a good thing going on. like she joined him for an emotional duet on his hit single stay with me and he co-wrote a handful of songs on her album the london sessions and one of those songs is not loving you. the song is stripped down with mary j Blige accompanied by a piano in the first verse and then the chorus before it now entered with the percussions. Ugh. The lyrics are about the struggle to help someone who can't help himself, who can't love himself or herself, as the case may be. Now, Mary J. Bladge says in the song, there's so much I can do, there's only so much I can do if you're not loving you such a powerful, powerful, powerful line. The song was resigned. It was like, you know, I have tried, I have given my best and I'm done, right? It was like, it was so, so bearing. It was, oh, I need to relax. And then if you look at it very well, you can see the, the lines where Sam Smith and Mary J. Blige cross. Because when Sam Smith does a ballad, you can feel how soul bearing it is. And because he wrote this one for Mary J. Blood, you could also see um, how beautiful, beautiful the song was. Now the London sessions, which is the name of the album, is named not only for the city where it was recorded, but for the British artists that he featured. Example of which are Emily Sande, Naughty boy disclosure and smith and uh, sam smith in this case now when mary j Blige was asked about her decision to record in the uk she was like open quote the music is free over here the way it used to be in the states artists are just free to do what they love close so, yeah, it seems the UK is a place to record, but because the album was fantastic, it was beautiful. The people she featured, of course, you know once Emily Sandy is in a song, whilst Naughty Boy is in the song, Disclosure, and Sam Smith. You have a powerhouse of just soul-bearing music. But I'll put a pause on that. Now let me talk about my favorite and least favorite lines. The first one definitely has to be the chorus. So I- that you're falling, you're falling down. There's only so much I can do if you're not loving you. It's like you, now you're falling, you're falling down, you're losing your mind and I can't help you if you don't love yourself. How truthful is this statement? It is the truth. It is so real. It is mind-shaking because you can't help somebody who cannot be helped or who doesn't want to be helped or who doesn't understand the importance of why they need help in the first place. They need to love themselves first before you can try to help them, right? The second favorite part for me for the song has to be where Mary J. Blood was saying, you know what, love just isn't enough. I love you, I want you like I love you if I could I would help you if I could do something I would do but I can't because you don't love yourself I am struggling and I can't save you I'm going to relax and then the last favorite part of the song for me uh, has to be where Mary was saying I, I can't love you if you don't love yourself yes but and I also can't save you if you can't save yourself Marching in the try to save the day, and never works out. So you know how once people are drowning, your loved ones are going through it. Maybe depression, going through a sad time, or maybe they just don't have a good understanding of their self-worth and they're just coasting. And you're trying to save the day. You're trying, literally marching in trying to save the day. It's great and all, but if they don't want to be saved, how do you solve it? You know, they need to find that salvation for themselves. And that was what Mary J. Blige was talking about. I don't have any part of the song that I don't like. I think the song is way too short, even though it's not short in the, in the real sense. But I feel it's too short for me to find any part that I didn't like because all of it connected perfectly. I felt that the ballad was such that I felt like the fabrics of my soul was gradually being ripped apart with the depth of pain that accompanied the piano, the drums, the bass, and of course the powerhouse that is Mary J. Blige's voice. And it reminded me of a time when, honest to God, I didn't love myself and lots of people were trying to fix me. It was all kinds of angles. People were trying to get me out of the funk where i was and it it was failing woefully it made me realize and and made me really look at myself and determine what i wanted to do with me i remember the very first time i heard the song sometime in 2015 and i had to look at myself and say look you can't have someone love you if you don't love you. And it didn't, it took a long time, it took maybe close to 2019 before that message kind of stuck to me. But, um, it just really was such a song that I connected to and it it, it wrote my pain using the piano, using the bass, using the drums, using Mary J. Blarge's voice. I think that is the kind of power that Mary J. Blige brought to the song. Somehow, I wish more people had taken to the song because it wasn't so big when it came up. Um, I wish it was a bigger hit, but it's fine. I think it did the numbers that it did, and it's good. Um, but it's very personal to me. And I think there's a kind of pain that one must feel, um, I think, and I'm just guessing, um, to be able to connect to the song. There's this kind of being lost, being, being out of it, being in a funk that you need to be at to be able to just really connect to the song and just embrace it. And that's what the song did for me. I absolutely love the song. So I'm going to rate it an 8 over 10 for its power and for its simplicity and for trying. It was trying. But that is my opinion. Have you heard the song? What do you think about it? Share your views in the comment section and remember that you can suggest a song that you like to see reviewed and I will jump on it for you. That's about it on the show. Listen to the end of this podcast to find out ways to contact me. Don't forget to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 1.05pm West African time on our platforms. It's hugs and kisses from Amat. Bye. That's a wrap on today's podcast. Like us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Shades of Us, or you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shades of Us Media. Tell us any song, album, movie, or series you think will make for a great review by sending an email to Africa at gmail.com or a WhatsApp message to plus two three four nine zero five nine one two seven five five two. Thanks for listening. Bye.